Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Kellogg's Pep! P-E-P-Pep! Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal presents... The Adventures of Superman! the accident on the Unity House baseball field has far-reaching consequences as Chuck Riggs, under instructions from his uncle, attends a strange and secret meeting. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. You know, this week's pet dish of the week is sure hitting a lot of home runs for a lot of appetites. Makes breakfast a big league affair. It's a strawberry doubleheader, right in tune with the times and your taste. Here's the idea. You put half your regular serving of Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, in the bottom of your bowl. Then a juicy layer of crushed fresh strawberries. Finish off with more Pep and a few plump berries that you've saved out. Add milk and sugar and pitch into your strawberry doubleheader. What a team. Fine ripe berries sandwiched between layers of Kellogg's Pep. A pennant winner, believe me, because Pep is crisp, and tender and light. Pep is loaded with that sparkling sunshine flavor that gives your appetite the old come on. Why, Kellogg's Pep always tastes so terrific, you don't waste any time finishing off every spoonful in your bowl. Now, that helps avoid wasting cereal, you know, which is particularly important these days when the cereal grains are being sent to fellows and girls all around the world. So, gang, when Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers, keep this in mind. It's easy And it's important nowadays to eat all your pet. Don't waste it. And now, the adventures of Superman. Bad feeling between two boys on the Unity House baseball team has resulted in a threat of serious trouble for manager Jimmy Olsen and young Tommy Lee. Jealous because Tommy had supplanted him as number one pitcher, a boy named Chuck Riggs heckled him in batting practice and, when crowding the plate, was accidentally struck in the head. That evening, Chuck told his Uncle Matt what had happened and was surprised to hear his uncle insist that Tommy had beamed him deliberately. Playing on the boy's bitterness, Matt Riggs coached him in what he was to say at a certain secret meeting that night. And as we continue now, Matt is driving his nephew high into the dark, wooded hills above Metropolis. Listen. Look, where are we going, Uncle Matt? I told you, to a secret meeting. What kind of a meeting? You'll find out when we get there. But remember, you're not to breathe a word of what you see or hear to anyone. Not to anyone, do you understand? Yeah, sure, but, but what's all... All right, now, with... don't ask any more questions. This is important to me, so remember, Chuck. That boy, Tommy Lee, deliberately beamed you today. He wanted to kill you. Gee, I don't know, Uncle Matt. It might have been an accident. You know, I was crowding the place... Would you get that stuff out of your head? It wasn't an accident. He did it on purpose. Afraid you'd win back your position on the team, so he wanted to get you out of the way, don't you see? I really think he did. Huh? I know he did. 
Now, remember what I told you. Answer all my questions correctly, and we'll fix him plenty good. Carefully drilling his nephew to make him believe the false version of the baseball accident, Matt Riggs drives to the top of a hill, then turns down a rutted, weed-grown road which winds between the trees. Suddenly, they come into an opening, and as the car stops, Chuck gasps at the strange scene before him. In a glade, casting weird shadows over the nearby hills and lighting the sky above, burns a huge wooden cross. Before it kneel half a hundred men clothed in long robes. Pointed hoods, slit only at the eyes, cover their heads and faces. And a low guttural chant issues harshly from their hidden lips, sending an uneasy chill through Chuck's blood. While the boy looks about him at the fearsome sight, Matt Riggs dons a robe and hood on which a pale blue scorpion is embroidered. Then, followed by Chuck, he approaches the kneeling hooded band, a strangely barbaric company in the dancing light of the flaming cross. Gosh, who are all these guys, Uncle Matt? And why are you wearing the sheets and hoods? We're the clan of the fiery cross, Chuck. The clan of the fiery cross? Right. We're a great secret society pledged to purify America. America for 100% Americans only. One race, one religion, one color. I don't get it. America's got all kinds of religions and colors. When we get through, there'll only be one. Only one? But the Constitution says all Americans have the same rights and privileges. Constitution. (laughs) We'll change that. I'll be quiet. Be quiet until I call on you. Attention, brothers. All hail the trans scorpion. Brothers. In the clan of the Fiery Cross, supreme authority vested by me as Grand Scorpion, I hereby call this secret session open. Arise now, and by the light of the flaming symbol of our creed, make the sign of fealty to our sacred vows. Rising to their feet, the robed and hooded figures solemnly place their right hands over their hearts, and crossing the first two fingers of their left hands, extend them toward the burning wooden cross. As under their breaths, they repeat the anti-democratic oath of the clan. Brothers, as your leader, I felt it my duty to call this special secret meeting tonight. Because of something of terrific importance to all of us that took place today. Something proving that our sworn enemies have risen against us. That they have already struck the first blow and are preparing to strike more blows... That real Americans through our children. Here beside me stands a fatherless American boy who is today the first victim of our sworn enemies. Today an attempt was made by Furman, filthy scum, who have moved into our community on the life of this American boy. Now wait, brothers, wait and listen. I want you to hear this terrible story from this unfortunate young victim's own lips. Okay, Chick. Now, you tell him the story, and tell it just the way I told you to. Make no mistakes, you understand? Well, I used to be the pitcher on the Unity House baseball team, and I I was fired from that position when a new guy joined up. Yeah. And tell us about this boy, Chuck. Is he like us Americans? Uh, no, sir. Could he ever be like us Americans? No, sir. Are his family Americans? Well... They're citizens, but... Yeah, answer the question. Are they good 100% Americans? Uh, no, sir. No. Now go on with your story. What happened today? Well, we had team practice today, and I was up at bat. This 
This kid was pitching, and he deliberately threw a fast ball and beamed me. Tell us how you know this attempt to kill you with a pitched ball was deliberate, Chuck. Well, he, he said he'd get me because, because he wanted to make sure he'd keep the pitching spot. And, and what else? And because when he won the boys' league championship game, why, why it'd give his kind of people a, a sort of weapon to use against American folks like us. Chuck, it did swell. Well, did you hear that, brothers in the clan? <laughs> that young whelp who is not a true American, who can never be a true American, tried to kill this fatherless American boy. And why? Because he has been schooled by his kind and their foreign sympathizers to strike against our plan for a pure, clean America. An American free from mixed races, mixed colors, and mixed religions. <laughs> Are we going to stand idly by and see this scum weasel their way into our neighborhoods and our jobs? Are we going to stand by and watch their striking at our children and yours and yours and mine? No, indeed. We strike back, and the time is now. So get set for action. The fiery cross burns tonight. Heart hammering with fear, Chuck Riggs begins to feel the icy fingers of doubt creeping up his spine as he watches the fanatical fury aroused in the hooded men by his Uncle Matt against what he knows to be a family innocent of offense. But he is powerless to stop the frenzied clan's first act of blood-chilling violence scheduled to take place that night. The following morning, Jim Olsen is alone in the Unity House locker room when Tommy Lee enters, his face wan and drawn. Oh, hiya, Tommy. You're late for practice. Hurry up and get into your uniform. No, Jim. I'm quitting the team. What? Oh, now, look, Tommy. You can't do this to us. But we need you. Why, your pitching is the mainstay of the team. We'd fall apart without it's you. It's swell you to say that, but... Oh, I mean it. Gotta have you for today's game. It's the playoff in the semifinals. Well, look, you know I'm not just doing this to let you and the other fellas down. It's just that... Well, I guess I might as well tell you. Last night, a burning cross was planted on our front lawn by a bunch of men wearing hoods and gowns. Well, you know what that means to my family, don't you? Sheepers. That sounds like the Fiery Cross clan. But but why you and your family? If you don't know, Jim, I can't tell you. I know how I can find out. Look, you go home and sit tight, Tommy. I'm going to see Mr. Ken and tell him about this. And right away. I'll see you later. <laughs> Worried at the thought of losing his star pitcher and puzzled by Tommy's startling story, Jim Olsen rushes off to seek the aid of Clark Kent. What is behind this un-American threat to personal freedom and safety? We'll know more in a moment, so stand by for the startling climax of today's episode. Say there, what's the lowdown on breakfast at your house? Do you eat the solid sort of meal that helps start your day in high? Well, here's the dope about a breakfast dish that'll tease your appetite so you'll want to eat hearty. It's Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, as terrific a treat as you'd ever hope to taste. Now, that sunshine business is no fooling, you know. Pep fairly sparkles with sunny, golden-toasted flavor. It even looks sunny and golden in the dish. And when you start to spoon it up, what a come-on you get. Your appetite sure wakes up smiling. Yes, sir, you can latch onto those crisp, tender flakes of Kellogg's Pep. And you get the good out of Pep's hearty whole wheat nourishment plus. So eat it all up, gang. Polish off your morning dish of Kellogg's Pep clean as a whistle. Because that's one way to keep from wasting it. And waste is particularly bad nowadays when we're sending the cereal grains to help give good nourishment to fellows and girls overseas. 
Think of that when Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocer's. Handle the package carefully if you pour your own pep. And say, keep an eye on your younger brothers and sisters, too. You're on the beam if you eat all your pep. Don't waste it. Alarmed when his star pitcher, Tommy Lee, told him he must quit the team because of a flaming cross, the terrifying warning symbol of the Fiery Cross clan that was placed on the Lee lawn last night, Jim Olsen rushed to the Daily Planet, where we find him now discussing the outrageous incident with Clark Kent. Fiery Cross clan was even organized in Metropolis, Mr. Kent. Neither did I, Jim. This is very bad news. And how? Another thing that gets me is why they're picking on Tommy Lee and his family. Hmm. Who are the Lees, Jim? Would I know them? I don't know, but I think you'd know about Tommy's father. Huh? He's the man who was just appointed city bacteriologist. Oh, he is, eh? Uh-huh. Do you know him? No, I don't, but I know now at least one reason why they've been singled out by that hooded mob. You do? Mm-hmm. I also know that they're in danger, Jim. Very great danger. Why? What did they do to... Oh, it isn't what they've done. It's what they are. Do you know where they live? Sure. But gee whiz, Mr. Kent, why... Come on. I'll answer your questions on the way, Jim. We've got to put a stop to this sort of thing before it goes any further. But before we do anything, we're going to have a talk with Tommy Lee. Let's go. Unaware that he, too, has been marked for the future vengeance of the hooded band by its leader, Matt Riggs, Jim Olsen hurries out after Clark Kent still puzzled by the reason for the un-American attack on Tommy Lee's family. Why are these people the object of the vicious secret band's fanatical hatred? And what will happen to the Lees and to Jim Olsen if this grim, cowardly warning of intolerance is ignored? Tomorrow's episode is tense and exciting as Superman begins a fight against the most dangerous enemies to personal freedom and democracy in America. Tune in, same time, same station. Don't miss it. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, kids, if you're training your dog... Try rewarding him for good behavior with Kellogg's Grow Pup. There's the dog food that makes a hit with dogs right from the word go. Gives them swell, meaty flavor. And gives them three different kinds to pick from. Grow Pup Ribbon, Grow Pup Meal, and Grow Pup Pellets. All full of what it takes to help keep a dog right on the beam. To help build strong bones and teeth and muscles. That's why lots of champs feed on Grow Pup. So ask Mother to get Kellogg's Grow Pup for your dog today. And be sure to be with us tomorrow... For the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs>